Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The John J. Will and Max Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Senior Bowl director Jim Nagy expects top wide receivers to fall on draft day. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, just keying me today. Jay, our thoughts are with you and your family. Jay's, and he's posted it on social media. I'm not telling you something that Jay has not announced on Instagram and Twitter, that his his mother passed. Jay is um, dealing with all of that now. And Jay, we love you and our, our thoughts are with you, brother. Hurry back when you can. Um, Key, Yo, first of all, good up? morning. Ew, how are you, sir? Doing okay. The weather in New York is turning. It's nice. Even though my building still hasn't so fixed. So why are you wearing a sweater? Well, because it's 40 degrees when I leave the house. But then when I get out of the show, it's 60 degrees. <laughs> so, you know. And you know how it looks I, like 60 all day long, huh? And, and you know how I like it in the studio. You're the same way. I like it yeah, like, a, like a meat locker. Yes, that is correct. Nothing wrong with that. It keeps you, it keeps you up. That's right, you, yeah. You get too coffee, you know, that's not it. That's why in the training room, one of the things that they would do with Parcells is he turned the, turn the AC all the way down mm-hmm. and you to keep you out of the training room mm-hmm. these guys <laughs> right. would go and chill in the training room when there's really nothing wrong with them but they want to get something done you know so work he turned it all the way down he been at freezing so they would stay out of there nice trick right key i love it cold when i sleep though and my building oh, yeah. is Crispy one of these sheets. buildings that either you could have the ace like in the winter you can only do heat or if you want it cold just turn off the heat See, I and can't, then that's, that's a bad building, man. It's a bad. Well, no, it's a really good building. But this one thing, this one thing is killing me because right around now, it's like, hold up. When are we switching over, man? It's going to be 80 degrees. How am I going to sleep at night? You see what I mean? But you should have control of that. Yes, 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 I should. That's, that's bad on your part. Yeah. Moving in that building. It's the only bad thing. I love the building. It's the only bad thing about the building. Really, the only bad thing about the building. I couldn't do that. I can't have somebody controlling my sleep pattern in the bill. What, what is this, a hotel? Well, I'm told that Come they're on. replacing the system and that even though it'll function the same way, you'll be able to control the AC heat a month earlier. So that, sh- that ought to do it. Who made that decision? <laughs> <laughs> the same guy who said it's champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. Yes. Hey, Mel Kuyper Jr. is going to join us in 10 minutes. So, as I mentioned, Senior Bowl director Jim Nagy expects top-wide receivers to fall on draft day. One thing has become clear on calls around league past couple of weeks, he tweeted. NFL isn't nearly as high on this year's wide receiver class as media. Frequently seeing four to five wideouts in mocks have spoken to numerous teams that only have one first-round grade at the position. Key, first of all, do you agree about the wideout, the assessment of wideouts in this draft? I, I, I do. Um... I think when you look at the receiver group, they're a nice, talented group. But this isn't the receiver group of a couple years ago. This isn't the group that had uh, Devontae Smith and company and Waddle and company. This is, this is not that type of group. Um, depending on what you're looking for, 
you can get all height, weight, size, and speed in this. But when you got Zay Flowers, who's a smaller guy, you have Jordan Addison, who's extremely slight, uh, 5'10", 170 pounds, and sub-4'5 guy at the combine. Quentin Johnson, who's a 50-50 ball guy, who's really large. And Jackson Smith, uh, he's a slot guy, not necessarily an outside perimeter guy. So you you start to look at that and you say to yourself, okay, which one of the four guys could potentially go in the first round? It all depends on what you like. I like Quentin Johnson's size, right? I'm not a Zay Flowers guy because he's a little smallish to me. I feel like I can find that anywhere in the draft. And then when you, you talk about uh, Smith in the slot, another guy who's a slot receiver, but very very uh, sudden, not extremely fast. I would say he's probably a four five five guy. Uh, quick in and out of his breaks in the slot position. He also played at Ohio State with a bunch of other great receivers that are now in the National Football League. So when you look at it, you say to yourself, okay, out of the four guys, which one should go first? And I say, what do you want? What are you looking for? But I don't think all four of these guys are first-round type grades. So – I hear what you're saying. And by the way, this even happens with quarterbacks. Last year, one guy, Kenny Pickett, and he goes, what, 20th overall, right? But generally what's happened to the quarterback position is no matter how weak you hear the class is, with the exception, there are always exceptions. Last year was an exception. Well, it's not, it's not that it's weak. It's just not – there's not these gyms. This isn't like a – this isn't the Larry Slam dunk. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't the Where the, the wide receiver is good. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to the not, wide receiver's not going to have a first round grade all the time, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. I, and and but, you can get a gem out of this. These guys in the second and third rounds might go on to have 10, 15 year NFL careers. A lot you of guys in the second know. round are really good, right? Absolutely, Inc- including your nephew, right? Exactly. You got second round guys who turn out to be the best receivers in the league. DeAndre Hopkins, there are others. Key, what I'm saying is this: the quarterback position got so much more important than the other positions that usually. Even if you're, oh, there aren't going to be, usually, by draft day, three of the first five picks are quarterbacks. And what I'm saying is the wide receiver position used to be bunched, in my view, with left tackle, defensive end, uh, and corner as the next most important positions behind quarterback, right? Quarterback, and then they're, depending on who's there. But what I'm saying now is the wide receiver position has become so important that it goes quarterback, wide receiver, space, 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 whoever else you want to put there, left tackle, defense, right defensive end, uh, corner, whatever. And, and as a result of that, I would not be surprised if five wide receivers went in the first round because people are looking for wide receiver help. And I get teams like the Bears make a trade for a guy for Juju Smith-Schuster, right? They, they trade a second-round pick because they look around and go, ah, there aren't so many great wide receivers here. But there are so many teams that need help and depth at receiver. I wouldn't be surprised if they, even if he doesn't have a first-round grade, but like, yeah, but he's the best receiver available. Let's grab him. Yeah, but you don't, you're not going to spend a first-round – you're not going to spend one of your first-round picks on a guy that's not on your board as a first-rounder. You've got to listen to what Matt Nagy is saying. 
uh, he unlike the media, the media and the mock drafts and all this, he's speaking to the teams. The teams' boards are essentially set right now, and they're telling Jim him, Nagy. Jim Nagy, you meant what did Matt, I say? Matt Nagy. You said Matt Nagy. I didn't hear it either. His brother, Shannon Jim, guy. Matt, the, 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 they all the they're together. One of the Nagys, no. But, Charles but Nagy, Jim, remember him, the, the, the knuckleball guy from the Indians back in the day from Cleveland? But, yeah. Jim, but Jim Nagy, I don't know why I said Matt, because we talk about Matt all the time, I guess, on the show, Charles, not yeah. as much as Jim. Um, he's at, he was at the Senior Bowl. He, could, he, he runs the Senior Bowl, so he's seen these guys up close in person. He deals with them. He has to grade them. He has to study them. But he also has to get intel from what the team's boards look like. And, yes, receivers are pushed up when, when there's good receivers mm-hmm. that deserve first-round grades. But when you have guys that are on the fringe and you don't know what they are and there's so many question marks, like there's no guy that runs – Four two five. This is not Jalen Waddle. This is not that situation that's coming out in the draft. This isn't. Oh my God, uh, Devontae Smith. Did you see what he did in the SEC conference at Alabama? This is a totally different group of guys. So I could see where there may be one guy, maybe two guys, and maybe zero guys drafted in the first round because you can pick them up in the second, and the third, and the fourth round. I just looked at, uh, up Zay Flowers' time in the forty. Mm-hmm. As you were saying that. Four four a four four two forty, I mean it's not that's not Tyreek Hill, but that'll get it done. No 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 that's not Jalen Waddle. Yeah, it's not Waddle. Waddle's fast. It's though. not Devontae Smith. No, but but it'll get it done though. No four four will get it done, but the problem is when you are what is he five? What is he five yeah, nine? Yeah, little guy. Yeah. Yeah, you five nine running sub four fours. It's like if yeah. you were six four and now you're two ta- yeah. fifteen yeah, right. and you run it sub four fours. Now the scouts eyeballs go like this. I'll tell you what go, though, Let, I'm a Giants fan, and let's say Njigba's off the board, and Giants are picking at twenty five, and they grab Zay Flowers. I'm good. See, and I think there are what other. What you gonna teams do with like that, that though, man? What's that? What you gonna do with that? Depth at receiver for a guy who can play. Max, you just got rid of a guy. That's in Kansas City now. But that's not because he couldn't play. It's because they didn't like something but else about him. Whatever whatever they came to the conclusion was, you just got rid of a guy that actually can pick him up and put him down. But you might look at Zay Flowers and go, and we like the cut of his jib. We like his attitude, too. Yeah, you. you that's why you go through the process, to learn about everybody Pardon. in these situations. <laughs> oh, bless you, Max. <laughs> a little dusty in the studio, Key. Well, maybe it's still the perfume floating around in the air, you know. But I, I would say, in in the end, you have to look at these receivers and judge them based on the film that they put out, what they've done in t-shirts and shorts, and do you believe that they are a difference maker for your team? Or you can get a guy like Romeo Dobbs, right, who was a fourth-round pick for the Green Bay Packers, who was a starter and very and contributed and came on strong in the end for the Green Bay Packers. Or you can get a guy like, uh, um, I don't know, Ayuk, uh, uh, who developed into a nice receiver of a second-round guy uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. There are certainly players that you can get in the later rounds that will do what you need them to do. You don't have to reach. Yeah, and you can sign a guy like Paris Campbell, which the Giants did, on a deal, right? And Paris Campbell, if he's on the field, might be better than any of these guys. Paris Campbell can run. He can run. Of course he can run. Yeah, to your point, the teams are looking – a lot of teams are looking for speed. The Giants certainly did in this. They they want fast guys. And if you don't see those times, especially when they're not 6'3", 
They're, it's not DK Metcalf, right? Now all of a sudden you're really looking. The only for those reason why DK Metcalf went in the second round is because he had injury issues. His yeah. neck. They wasn't. People wasn't sure. You, and Pete Carroll, doctors, and everybody said we're fine with it. Key, yes or no? You think that? Oh, you went one overall as a wideout. You think that a wideout is going to go one again in this foreseeable future ever? I, I think it could happen if they if they're a rare breed. That's ridiculous. Like like a Randy Moss or how I did in college or Kelvin Johnson. And there are no quarterbacks who look great. And that there are draft. no quarterbacks yeah. that look yeah. great. Absolutely, because yeah. if you can play, if you can play, you're gonna go high, man. I mean, Jamar Chase almost was one. He was almost one. If he went four, which is three less than one, obviously, right? But pretty damn close. Did you figure that out in your head just now? No pencil or paper. <laughs> <laughs> Key, if, if, if Randy I'm Moss... I'm on a show with smart guys. i got to act if, like I'm if, smart. Uh, you're smart. If Randy Moss or Calvin Johnson was in this draft and my Giants were picking one overall and there was no good quarterback in the draft, they would they grab him. They don't need him. a quarterback. Right. I'm saying, and also there was... But there oh, was, my God, Yeah, yes. they would grab him, of course. A, a wide receiver will go one overall I'll take, in I'll, the next I'll 10 take, years, let's say. But I took Randy Moss to the heart. Me, they even have to think yeah, about right. it. And I'm not talking about based on his production in the pros. I'm talking yeah, about what college. I saw in college. Would taking Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud be a mistake for the Panthers? Mel Kuyper Jr. joins us next. KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Tremendously deep draft for wide receivers, Chris. I think Keyshawn Johnson is special, though, because he's 6'3 and a quarter, 220 pounds, and he wants to be a jet. He wants to be a difference maker. All right, well, here it is. Wide receiver, Southern California. And the Jets have just won the Super Bowl. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You just heard the voice of Mel Kuyper Jr. during the draft in which Keyshawn Johnson was the number one overall selection by the New York Jets. Key and I just discussing, I asked Key at the end of the last segment, if a wide receiver is going to go one overall, again, in the near, in the immediate, not in the immediate, but in the near future, in the foreseeable future. And Key, we agree that the answer is yes. It would probably be a 
class where the quarterback class isn't that strong, or for whatever reason, the, the, the team picking first has a quarterback already. Maybe he's young and still developing. Maybe he was hurt that year, something like that. And, and there's an exceptional wide receiver available. Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN NFL draft expert. Darian Mel, host, is with us now. Good morning, Mel. And that would be Marvin Harrison Jr., who was in the class with Key uh, back in the day. Marvin Harrison Sr., and of course Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out next year. Unfortunately for Marvin Harrison Jr. to be number one pick overall, it would be a surprise because Drake May at North Carolina and Caleb Williams at USC, both quarterbacks, figure to go in that number one, number two spot with Marvin Harrison Jr., probably three. But let me give you a quote from Key. I had this in my book. This is Key. He said, it's, this is the quote Key. It's like giving away touchdowns when you only put one man on me. He actually said that. Giving away touchdowns. He was, a, he was selling programs at basketball and baseball games at USC. He was a ball boy with the Trojan football team for, what, seven years. So he paid his dues and always had supreme confidence, and he backed it up with his performance on the field. Give us your, uh, uh, your scouting report on Key from back then. Mel, do you remember it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got it right in front of me. Uh, I can tell you exactly what I said. It went on and on about you know, his ability just to, to you know, play faster than they time, to get open, provide that big target for the quarterback. And I compare it and said, you don't have to be a track star to be a great receiver in the National Football League. And you know, think about Key with his size and his hands and his confidence and his route running uh, and the fact that he went back. I, I talked to Key prior to that final campaign at USC when he, was, when he was contemplating coming out early. And I said, well, Key, you'll probably be in that you know, 8 to 15 range. He said, no, that ain't good enough. I got to be the number one pick overall. I got to be the guaranteed guy at the top. I said, well, you got to go back to USC then. And he did, and the rest is history. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. <laughs> that's exactly well, no, because true. Mel, because I remember that year, I called Mel. I said, hey, Mel, you know, give me, give me some intel. And Mel was really good friends with Vinny Serrato at the time. That was like the personnel guy at, at Washington mm-hmm. and Norv Turner, and they needed a receiver, and they took Westbrook at four, and it was Joy Galloway, J.J. Stokes, and Westbrook. And I was contemplating on coming out, and Mel was one of the guys who talked me into going back to school and finishing my degree and, and, and at the same time saying, hey, if you want to be the number one overall pick, go and in, 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 you know, put it back on film again. I wouldn't put it back on film, and as he said, the rest was history. So now, there you go. So, Mel, we're talking about the number one overall pick in uh-huh. Bryce Young. Can Bryce Young still be the number one guy for the Carolina Panthers? He can. Uh, you know, obviously, it's you know the Stroud-Young debate's going to be up probably till draft day. Uh, I think Carolina hasn't told anybody who they're taking. You go by what you hear. Uh, our two great insiders, Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter, told me it's going to be Bryce Young. So what am I, an idiot? I got com- I'm not the smartest guy in the room ever, but I do have some common sense. So I kind of listen to when they say it's going to be Bryce Young, and nobody's telling me at Carolina or anywhere in the league that they definitely know who it's going to be. So I trust Adam and Morton. I went with Bryce Young. Obviously, his decision made the way he sees everything. He sees, like, he says, like eyes in the back of his head. And I think that, and the fact that he dealt with, I said this on Sports Center this morning, he dealt with more adversity this year. He didn't have the elite supporting cast around him. He had the shoulder injury he had to play through and all those different things that were working against him. I was non-throwing, obviously, but still injured. He missed a game because of it. But I think you look at Bryce Young, uh, I just think the, the that it factor, I guess is what it is, that it factor he has and the fact that obviously this year he still put up huge 
huge numbers, uh, like I say, without that supporting cast that he had the previous year. And, of course, in the, the end of the year, remember, he didn't have John Mechie the third. He didn't have Jamison Williams. And they would have won that national title that year at Jamison, not gotten hurt in the second quarter of that game. So, you know, Bryce is just a winner. And he's got, like I say, he's got that sparkle. He, he just it, he just have supreme – like Key had coming out. It's that confidence that, hey, just give me the ball. McShay said he's Steph Curry's Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if that's going to be that's, – that's lofty expectations. But for, for me right now, based on what you hear, and like I say, our guys, Mort and Adam, both think it's right. Bryce Young, number one overall. Of course, Steph Curry's not being tackled by LeBron James. Hey, Mel, let me ask you this, <laughs> KJM ESPN uh-huh. Radio. <laughs> it's all right, Mel. I'm always the smartest guy in the room with no common sense. So, so it's the yeah, exactly opposite. So, listen, uh, I like what I hear about the Texans maybe passing on a quarterback because, Mel, even if you need a – I don't like it when teams, because of a need, squint and try to see what they want to see. I would rather a front office take a sober approach. Look, we need a great quarterback. We don't know if any of these guys – but in this draft coming up, or the next, we think we'll have a shot. What do you think? Would you be surprised if the Texans didn't draft a quarterback at all? Well, there's three quarterbacks that they would be in the mix for. Obviously, you know, somebody's going number one, and they're picking two. They have three quarterbacks to choose from. Not one of the three you believe is going to be that guy, and then you're going to figure, okay, next year, wouldn't it be the worst team in the league or the second-worst team and get Caleb Williams or Drake May? Uh, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington is going to be very highly rated next year, but you've got to be bad. You've got to be one of the worst teams in the league uh, to be picking that high. I, I, if you think you're going to be and you want to anticipate that, that's a different story, but if you believe in one of these three remaining quarterbacks, then you take one if you're Houston. You pick again at 12. So, again, I, I, they don't like the three? Fine. I agree with that. If you don't feel strongly about the three, you don't take them. Uh, in this draft, I would say, okay, where are you going to go? Are you going to trade out? Who are you going to take uh, if you don't take one of the quarterbacks? I mean, people now are kind of picking apart everybody at the top, which happens every year. Somebody's got to go. I've comments, well, there's not going to be any receivers. Well, if you don't put receivers, who are you putting? You know, when you do a mock draft, I like to see the mock draft that people say, this guy's not going, that guy's, well, who is going? You know, it's easy to say these guys aren't going. Well, somebody's going to go in the top 31 picks. We only had 31 first-rounders this year with Miami. Miami forfeiting their pick. So I think it's easy to sit back. I mean, when you put the, your, 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 the pen to paper and you've got to try to figure out a first round, you've got to put somebody in there. You can't just have everybody passing and wait until round two. So I think at the end of the day, I, I, I'd be surprised, Max, to answer your question, if Houston didn't take a quarterback. When you look at it, Mel, this receivers, this, this draft for wide receivers isn't 1996 draft. Let's just face it. How are teams <laughs> looking at this group of wide receivers on their boards? All over the place, really, Key. It's, it's, yeah, you get so many. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba, I had a team a couple months ago say he's going to be this year's Derek Stingley Jr., who didn't play much that final year. People went back to the previous season's tape, and that's what they're doing with Smith and Jigba, who had the hamstring and didn't play much this year. So he's kind of emerged. Zay Flowers is electric, and he's going to be up there. And then Jordan Addison is the guy that, hey, you put up big numbers with Kenny Pickett at Pitt, 100 receptions that year. Uh, you get scoring a ton of touchdowns, great average per catch goes to USC, puts up numbers again. Uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that some feel is the best receiver in this draft. And then Quentin Johnson, if it weren't for the drops and the body catching with his talent physically, he'd be a first-rounder. I had him actually going early second. So I had three ending up in the first round. Uh, some think, you know, one or two. Uh, we'll see. But I do think, uh, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I have actually going 12, which would be with his teammate, C.J. Stroud. He'd say, hey, that's not – well, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, 
It doesn't hurt. I almost gave Addison to, to the Steelers because of the Kenny Pickett connection, but I went with Zay Flowers, who I think is, is gaining yeah, a lot of, of traction now, and I love the kid. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. So uh, I love the connection of the quarterback going back and getting his guy. I think that can benefit you. And for Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba, that would be a nice combination there. Yeah, it's happened increasingly in the NFL. We see it, and it pays dividends. They seem to have chemistry when they do it in the pros right away. We've seen it on multiple teams now as, as sort of a draft strategy. Mel Kuyper Jr. now, by, 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 by what we see now, I mean the, the, you know, reuniting the quarterback in college with his college uh, receiver. Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN NFL draft expert, co-host of First Draft Podcast. Mel's uh, new mock draft Number four is dropping this morning. Mel, always great talking to you. Great, great time, guys. I enjoy the day, man. See you, bud. I finally got it out. What player is under the most pressure to win an NBA championship, Key? <laughs> Get some energy in you, man. <laughs> I, need, I need that next shot of espresso, uh, Key. I don't know if you heard about it, but we wake up very early in the morning. What player is under the most pressure to win an NBA championship? We'll ask our next guest. That's right. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Who can change the narrative about their careers most in these playoffs? The Joker in Denver. He's winning MVPs. He's always in the MVP conversation. And to me, MVPs, you suppose, unless you're like a Westbrook that just, you know, just doing it all by yourself as a long ranger doesn't have anything. When you're an MVP of a league, man, your team's supposed to be at the top damn near every year. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, you know, the history of the NBA, it's not hard to see the NBA selects out for height, right? Something like 10, 12, 15% of all seven-footers in the world play in the NBA. Because it's not an exaggeration, Key, to say that everyone in the world, it's not hyperbolic, really, barely it's hyperbolic, to say everyone in the world who can play in the NBA is playing in the NBA. It's a lot of fun. It's not, you know, it's tackling you or hitting you. You know, I don't it, see too many seven footers walking around that did not play in the NBA. Right, <laughs> lot, right. You know, it's not as violent as football or boxing or something like that. Make a ton of money. You're a star. It's fun to play. So 
is extremely competitive. And because it selects out for height, almost no one in the history of basketball has been the best player on a championship team who's under, say, six foot four. Right? Steph Curry just did it. Before Steph, who else? Isaiah Thomas, who did it in back to back seasons, basketball Hall of Famer with us right yeah, now. Because we got hurt at the Lakers. Yeah, we, we all got banged up. I know he went back to back. What's up, Zeke? <laughs> uh, I am good. I am good. How you guys doing this morning? Good. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, what, which, who is under the most pressure, do you think, which individual to win an NBA championship this season? You know, I, I can think of several, right? Uh, you, the Joker, of course, you know, he's won back-to-back MVPs. Not only that, you know, they're, they're the number one seed, you know, coming into the playoffs. So there's always pressure on the number one seed uh, to finish the deal. And then when you have, you know, the best player, you know, the last two seasons, you know, there's there's a certain amount of pressure there. But there's also uh, a certain amount of, you know, feel good, you know, when you're the best of the best, too. You know, so let's give him his respect for being the best of the best the last two years. Uh, I think, you know, in Phoenix, if if Chris Paul wins a championship and and by the way, I'm I'm looking at my picture. Come on. Keyshawn, I didn't. I don't. Y'all, y'all doing that? Wait, I, hey, y'all doing Zeke, that to I, me? I, I, I Zeke, I don't. Have Why don't you a smile y'all, a little, I, Isaiah? I saw, smile a little I bit. Saw, What's the point? What are you so sour about Max, that? I saw Max Kellerman's picture up there. I saw your Let's picture up there. This. Y'all smiling. Smiling. Y'all just had my man up there. You know who was doing the football? He was smiling. That's right. This the picture y'all put up there, me? That's what the y'all picture. doing at ESPN to me? Well, you got to talk. Come on, that's man. That's a bitter that Isaiah right. Thomas. You know that I see. Right. Why don't you smile a little bit, Isaiah? What's wrong? Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all do this to me? <laughs> this, is, this is messed up. Hey, as a matter of fact, y'all should just take that down, right? I, can't, I, can't, I mean, who is to blame? Hey, who's I, responsible for this about, picture of one of the greatest this? players who this? ever lived? No, no. Pictures, pictures say a lot, right? <laughs> and, and the way y'all got me cast in this picture, you know that ain't me. Come on, man. What y'all doing this morning? Who is in charge? Hold on, I demand answers. Wait, wait, Zeke. How about this? I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call right back in two minutes. No, no, Zeke, I want you to stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. I want to find a picture of me. Y'all change the way I'm looking up there. Keyshawn, come on, man. Work with me. Okay, so let's so get Shannon go. on the phone. Hold I'm, on, hold I'm on. Call back. I'm call back. Shannon, in, in twenty seconds. No, no, All Zeke, right. confront our producer. Wait a minute. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. Yeah, throw me under the bus. We're currently efforting Wait. He'll keep saying, uh, Keyshawn, is that better? Wait, no, he's wait, still not smiling. You know, he's at the you know free throw I'm, line. You know why I'm saying, Keyshawn? Because, brother, you're supposed to be helping me out here. Right. I know, Zeke, but I didn't, I, I didn't you know, Come I didn't on. put you're the, the pictures. I you stayed up late be, with the executives figuring out the oh, worst man, picture we could get. I'm, I did. I'm going to call y'all right Zeke, back. Zeke, I was conspiring with white executives to figure out the worst picture we could find of you, and it worked. Oh, Keyshawn, how dare you not stand up for Isaiah Thomas? You he heard him. Man, Shame on you. Can we find a better picture for Zeke? Because he's he going to blame me. He really did hang up. Yeah, he bla- yeah. he's going to blame me for the picture. I'm well, he is the calling blame. back right now. Hold so on. Zeke, Hold on a second. Someone explain this to Isaiah Thomas. Someone get on the phone who's responsible. Take responsibility. Explain this to Isaiah Thomas. Why was that picture used of him scowling? Unfortunately, me and Shannon cannot answer those questions. But hold on. Let me put Zeke back on the phone, Get man. the white man in charge and explain that right now. 
They just grab anything from the archives. It ain't got nothing. You know, I don't have anything to do with that. They Z, never consult me on Z that. Z called back. He's, he's back, man. Hold on a second. Here, here, here I am. I'm, I'm back now. Now, wait seconds. a minute. Yeah. You supposed to be consulted? Talk okay, to? So, look at Anytime I'm coming on your show, <laughs> it, it's Max, Jay, and Kate. But, but Keyshawn, your name is first. I don't. Mm-hmm. This is the first. Keep, so keep your, so your I'm going to take the political first. approach now. See, now you're getting ready to get me into the political mode. I have so much other things on my plate mm-hmm. that I delegate to many people on our production staff to get it right. Now, this is the first time, and I'm embarrassed that this is the first time that one of my good close friends, one of my young mentors, has come on to a show and does not like or did not like the picture. So what I instructed them to do at this present moment is take the picture down into such due time that we find a much better picture to put up of you. Yeah. Someone find a picture of Larry Bird smiling or something. Do something. Thank thank you, brother. And and, and this is what I'm going to say. When I come on your show, don't delegate I can't, I don't, I was, I was now, Isaiah, now, now, Zeke, you're just flexing now. Now this is just a flex. Oh, God. But look, you, you, Zeke, you were, you were talking about, before we got into this, you were, you were talking about Chris Paul having to win a title and how important it was to win a title because of what he's been able to do in the NBA up until this point. When you look back on your career and you look back at the great memories and the time that you had prior to winning your championship, did you feel at all that sort of pressure to win one right before you actually got it? Absolutely. And and not only did I feel that pressure, you know, back then, Keyshawn, it was it was, it was expected of 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 me to to win it. You know, I was I was put in that category of you know. Yeah, you're small, you're 6'1", but can you win? Because everybody else was 6'9", you know, 6'6", six, 6'8", six, six, you know, the the high flyers and the big people, those were the ones who were dominating the NBA. And can you win as a small person? And, you know, so that pressure was put there. The reason why I say the narrative could change for Chris Paul, because he would be a small point guard like myself, who handles the basketball, assist and scored, and you know when when it's all said and done at that position, uh, he you could say that he and I, from a traditional point guard position standpoint, would be the only one who's done it, and that would totally change the narrative for him. And I'm rooting for him to do it. Mm-hmm. And there are guys like Chris Paul, talking to Isaiah Thomas, the Hall of Famer here on KJM ESPN Radio. There are guys like Chris Paul who people are rooting for to do it and who early in his career especially it felt like and he's the kind of guy to come through when it matters most. But that has not been the case, sometimes because of injury, sometimes because of turnovers or whatever it is. You were a guy who did that, Isaiah. You were a guy who on a bad leg in the play, you, you, it seems to me, not just anecdotally, you can look it up, that Isaiah Thomas with the chips on the line was the best version of himself, injuries be damned, right? How were you able to do that? Is that anything that you can impart to players like contemporary players, Chris Paul or otherwise, right? What were you able to do to be the best version of yourself with the chips on the line? You know, it's a, 
it, it's a matter of confidence and and not only confidence, but then you also have to be lucky too. You know, there's there's some perseverance, uh, there's some resiliency you have to bring to the table, some discipline, and you know, being extremely confident in the talent and the skill that you have, and then being able to put it on display in some of the most crucial moments of the of, of the game. However, I, I will say this: you know, as a, as a small person in the game, and Chris Paul being a small person. I just want people to understand just how difficult it is to win at this level. And, yeah, being small, we have all injuries. I had my injuries. I had my share of mistakes also. Um, I turned the ball over in a very crucial time when, when Bird stole the ball. And and then I got hurt in, in game six, wasn't able to finish it off uh, against the Lakers. But there's a there's a – perseverance and resiliency that you have to keep coming back with. And it's extremely difficult. Uh, and I, I say it's extremely difficult because of the size and the stature that, that he and I, and I'm talking Chris Paul, that he and I both have, you know, it's, it's, it was rare for me to do it and it will be very rare for him to do it. Well, Isaiah Thomas, among the rarest players in the history of the NBA. Zeke, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, uh, Key feels deep regret about the uh, fact that uh, he wasn't personally overseeing the picture. <laughs> no, ne- next time, smiled. Ne- next time, <clears throat> he's on the show. We're going to have a picture of him holding the trophy mm-hmm. after one of their championships, or maybe even their parade or whatever. We're going to find one With that he'll be proud of, yes. smiling and not looking like. Some mean person. Or By the way, Isaiah, don't let the white guy off the hook either. Wait a minute. Just because uh, you have to be black in order to do the right thing by someone? That, what's that about? And you know, uh, Max, you know, I don't look at you as white. I just look at you as light-skinned. That's all. <laughs> Very light-skinned. All right. Isaiah Thomas, the great Isaiah Thomas, Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas. Um, with some words of right. wisdom. And and by the way, ascribing some of it to luck, very interesting to me, Zeke. I know we're saying goodbye now, but a lot of old-timers don't want to call it luck they would, because that takes something away. But Isaiah seems to have a very sober view of how it all gets done. Appreciate you, champ. All right, buddy. Appreciate you, too. Love both of you. And, uh, you know, prayers out to our, our brother Jay and his family. Uh, sure, and huh? thank you for having me this morning. Uh-huh. Sure talking about Jay Will not being here today because he's dealing with his mother's passing and, of you know, course, our thoughts yeah. with the Williams family. Yeah, it's key. No, I was going to say, yeah, I, it, yeah, I talked to Jay uh, yesterday a little bit, so yesterday morning. Um, Zeke, it, it, it's just I, I look back when I was a kid and having the opportunity to meet him <laughs> for the first time and build a relationship. It's just crazy when you – you know what I'm saying? You see, like, your, your childhood – Sort of kind of idols and magic and him and just being able to be around that's crazy. I rooted for Zeke so hard as a kid because when the Knicks weren't good, you know, you kind of adopt the team, right? But I wouldn't necessarily say I rooted for him. Right, because you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, but, Lakers, but, but he they was cool were because he was buddies with Magic. And they were the team. Like, Key, I remember the All Star game. I forgot what year, 82, 83, 84. No, even earlier. Dr. J had 20 something points, but Zeke won MVP. 
And I remember it distinctly watching it at my grandma's house in the little TV. we got to get out, man. We'll do it on the other side. Because Alexis Arguello was fighting Billy Costello, (laughs) knocked him out in like the fifth round. Max, we're up against the clock. I remember it distinctly. We have some bills to pay. 1939 radio. Let's go. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm giving these guys time to get a better picture of Isaiah Thomas. More KJM next. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. We just had Isaiah Thomas, Hall of Famer, on the show, and Key... Isaiah comes on and sees the picture we're using of him because he's doing a phone, or that means he's not on camera, right? Blames so we get a me. picture of him. <laughs> and yeah, he did blame you. But, and he's not smiling. He's looking like dour. And he s- said he was going to hang up, and he did, until they took it off the screen. And it, it reminds me that Isaiah Thomas was the guy who put this on the public's radar. He, turned, he, he took this point and made it a national conversation yes. and, ma- and, and raised – national consciousness about this because before Isaiah no one talked about it if it's a white player who's good the media harped if not still harps on his work ethic harps. if it's a black Please say play- harps. right harps if it's yes. a black player who's good but I think since Isaiah there's more of an intention there's more of a of a people seem more determined to talk about how hard the black player also works, right? Sometimes throw that in a they, nugget, and so, sometimes they go out of their way to point it out because it's like, hey, don't accuse me of being. But but I, <laughs> before Isaiah, it was commonplace, yeah. and there was no self consciousness about it, right? Yeah, the black player, oh, look at his natural ability, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as though Michael Jordan just got to be that way. He just yeah. rolled out of bed that way. But the white player worked hard. He's the one who brought that up. Yeah, and, and, and that's a good thing in awareness. But the picture of him looking disgruntled and mean and mad or whatever you want to call it, yeah, I don't blame him, though. You know how many pictures, Max, in my career, both on the field and in television radio, that people use? It's a frown. It's yeah. never, You're always you know, smiling, actually. I'm like a happy kid. Yeah. Like, okay, so, yeah, you catch a moment of maybe I'm trying to figure something out and you use that shot, that is like, no, don't identify me like that. And, and that's what Zeke is saying. Show me happy. Show me smiling. Show me winning a championship. Show me doing something at a great moment in time, not this whole 
you know, Rrr. so now people are like, oh, why is he looking so mean? So he noticed it immediately. I personally didn't even really trip about it. I wasn't really looking at it like that. But then once he said it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Why I know, don't y'all take that down? I know some white people might be thinking, ah, it's individual. It depends on the person, your reputation. But consider this. And to an no, extent, it does. No, it's not. No, but, well, not. No, to an extent, it is. Because you can find, you can find, and, 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 we're, and I, uh, let me say it this way. We're not picking on our staff. And we're not saying that they. Yeah, but you could find a million did, pictures of Isaiah smiling here. But, but, but we, we're going to say this. We're not intentionally saying this or picking on them. They just grabbed a picture. That's, that's what it was, opposed to spending the time and hours trying to find a picture of him smiling. But, but let, me, let me say this, Keith. My point is this that for white people listening who may not be aware of this subject as much, right? Because it's uh-huh. not as. You might think, well, people get treated according to their reputation, they carve it out themselves, et cetera. And to an extent, that is true. But consider what neutral is and how race affects what you think of as just kind of neutral or normal, right? For a, for a you know, if you see a white athlete who never smiles or is depicted as never smiling, you remember exactly who that is, right? That's not the standard. You're more, li- it's like the public was more likely to believe that unless you have the reputation of Magic Johnson, big smiling Magic Johnson, well, it's magic, it's different, right? Then, Don't say it that way. Then the expectation <laughs> is different. But no, but Magic is not a guy depicted or selected, yeah. selectively depicted as a guy who's dour and doesn't smile. But in order to be depicted that way, he, it's kind of like, he is, in order to not be depicted that way, he's over the top smiling. Not that he's yeah. trying. That's who he is. There's no yeah. way to depict Magic Johnson yeah. any other way. He's but, happy. Life is good. Right. Life is good. But, but that has to, in other words, be part of your brand, depending on your race, in order to be depicted that way. And he's also first one in, last one out of the building every single day. KJM ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.